Are you longing for real life change and lasting impact? Here at More to Be, we believe that is possible through a fresh encounter with God and His Word. I'm Angela Sackett. And I'm Lisa Pulliam, and together we want to help you think biblically and live transformed to be more like Jesus as you seek to join God in His work every day. Welcome to part three of Be the Mentor, as we dig even deeper into Titus 2 and offer some hands-on ideas and examples for walking out this calling as women of God. Last time we talked, we addressed verses three to five in Titus 2 and how we're called to follow Christ distinctly. Um, Today, Lisa, give us some more examples, practical application for the second part of Titus chapter 2. Let's go. (laughs) I'm looking forward. Let's jump right in where we left off last time. When we talk on mentoring, every message I've ever heard on mentoring kind of ends right there. Mm. And the Lord revealed to me in his kindness was that none of this can happen outside of the context of relationship. Mm -hmm. And that's what verses 11 through 15 are all about. So I'm going to jump over to 11. For the grace of God has been revealed, bringing salvation to all people. And we are instructed to turn from godless living and sinful pleasure. So it's back on us. So mm-hmm. that whole uh, thing that I talk about where we have to follow Christ distinctly, that's that's where it starts. Are we living in a way that uh, embraces the salvation God has given us and turning from the godless living and sinful pleasures that were mm-hmm. once a part of our lives and, and tempt us even to today? We should live in this evil world with wisdom, righteousness, and devotion to God. So as we pursue Christ distinctly, we're really saying we're pursuing his wisdom, we're pursuing his righteousness, and we're pursuing devotion to God. I mean, nothing else. It's it's all about you, Lord. While we look forward with hope to that wonderful day when the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ will be revealed. So I think uh, for when I read that, I think this is temporary. We're, we're mm-hmm. foreigners in a foreign land, and we are yearning for and aching for eternity. That is where our hope is, not in the moment. And as we age, I think that there is a both and of enough suffering experience to either make us bitter or yearn more. We have a choice as older women. Are we going to live in this land cynical, critical, negative, and bitter? Or are we going to live in this land with hope as we yearn for what God has promised Mm -hmm. us in eternity? And the difference Christians have, and you you touched on it just a second ago, is the future hope, the -hmm. biblical understanding of that meaning, what is assured, what is to come. Mm -hmm. And, and, As believing women of God, if you know Jesus Christ personally, if you have been saved by Jesus, do not allow yourself to wallow, meaning, okay, I'm broken. I'm just going to say it, you know, go into my mess and let me just show you what it is. But Mm -hmm. offer, walk in, live in, speak about, show on your face the future Mm -hmm. hope. God Mm -hmm. has redeemed us. He is redeeming us. He will fully redeem us on the day of resurrection. And Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, I I say it's not about the beauty isn't in the mess. It's in the redemption of the mess. Yes. Yep. 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 Amen. So we have to acknowledge the mess, but we have to be in pursuit of God's redemption of it. Yes. Because that that is the character of God we see throughout the scriptures. I think of Joseph. Like Joseph was in the mess for a really really long time, but 
it, the beauty is that God took him out of the mess and used him for the saving of many lives. And you see that practically played out when we talk about this Titus 2 in the areas of keeping the home, um, not being given to too much drink, to gossip, submitting to your husband. Admittedly, all of those things can be messy. Mm -hmm. There can be days when all I just want is to check out in social media. There can be days when marriage is messy, when parenting is messy, when work is hard. Mm -hmm. It's that we are living as women of God for the redemption for what he's doing through, because of, in spite of, out of the messy. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. Cool. So I'm going to keep going here because, <laughs> go, go, go. because we're going to talk about being redeemed as an episode. And we're going to talk about you. You hit on something when you mentioned generations. That's been a really important part of uh, the mentoring training that I am now offering. And in the re-release uh, of Impact Together, included everything you would want to know about generational differences, because that can be our obstacle for connecting. So we're going to do an entire episode on understanding our generational differences as a bonus episode to this one, because when we don't understand where each other's coming from, sometimes instead of being able to connect, we polarize. Mm. And so uh, it has been, I have seen it as life-changing in the women that I have been able to minister to on this topic and train in how they can connect better in their Bible study groups, in their family, with their college-age kids, that having this framework is almost like looking through a different lens of, mm -hmm. oh, they're not being self-absorbed. They're seeking for ways to be loyal. They're not being um, disjointed and distracted. They're looking for ways to be connected. And so we need to be able to kind of see and hear with an understanding of our generational differences. So we're going to go there at some point. So picking up at verse 14, he gave his life to free us from every kind of sin, to cleanse us and make us his very own people, totally committed to doing good deeds. And some of those deeds that are being referenced are the ones that we just talked about in mm -hmm. verses three through five. So then uh, verse 15 picks up, you must teach these things and encourage the believers to do them. You have the authority to correct them when necessary. So don't let anyone disregard what you have to say. Mm -hmm. Well, what, who is this then all in context for? It's believer to believer, yes. right? Evangelism is believer to non-believer, where you're, you're laying the gospel forth and you're inviting them to come in and say yes to Jesus. But this mentoring, this biblical mentoring is happening from believer to believer to grow them up in the faith. And the word teach actually comes through in a, a couple different ways. Speak, say, tell, and declare. Mm. Well, that's what happens in relationship. Mm -hmm. It's not just the formal classroom teaching that we're supposed to do. The word encourage comes from the word parakaleo, and we're going to talk about this word kaleo in our episode on being called and being worthy of the call. But parakaleo means address, speak, exhort, comfort, yeah. instruct, console, and strengthen. Again, we cannot do this encouraging outside the context of relationship. It's just and, empty praise. And we can't do it without speaking it. And I, that just right. jumped out to me almost as if it was the first time I'd read it. You must teach these things. We cannot, oh, my sweet sister, if you're listening, 
We can't sit back on our laurels and just say, oh, I'm modeling it. We got to actually say the words yeah, to yeah. our sisters in Christ. This speak is what the blessing. I'm doing. This is why. Yeah. 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 And speak the instruction and speak the, the consoling and the strengthening. So here's where it gets sticky. And, and I, I could see people saying, no, 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 no. I don't want to hear that, Lisa. But <laughs> I, listen, okay. You have the authority. Authority. Oh, my word. Meaning you have been positioned and ordained to do this Titus passage, to do biblical mentoring, to correct them. Okay. Believe that them is believers to correct the believers when necessary. So don't let anyone disregard what you say. So correct in the Greek actually means convict, rebuke, refute, shame, and call into account. I know. But that biblical shame is different yes. than what we associate shame with. Biblical yes. shame comes from the word entrepo, which means reverence, regard, and to turn about. Mm. So godly shame leads to repentance and right relationship with God. Yes. And that, um, so Second Thessalonians 3.14 says, Take note of those who refuse to obey what we say in this letter. Stay away from them so they will be ashamed. That is a hard passage to deal with. Mm-hmm. But that word shame is that they would have reverence, regard, and turn about. And so we cannot move into a mentoring relationship and expect to have the authority in their life to correct them if there isn't demonstrated love over the long haul. Mm-hmm. It, it takes a building up of an investment in spending time together, doing things that may feel non-consequential, like folding laundry or going on a walk or baking cupcakes together to reach the place of authority in a person's life, to be able to speak the truth with love and extend grace, but also uh, conviction. And ideally it's the the Holy Spirit is doing the convicting. We're not. And so it's making a safe place. I picture kind of like a circle where your arms are around this person that you're loving. And in the, the context of that safe haven, the Holy Spirit is given the freedom to work in their life. Mm. And our response is, I will continue to love you like Jesus loves you while you work this out with him. And I'm here cheering you on, encouraging you, comforting you, consoling you, and strengthening you while you move into right living. Mm-hmm. And that can only happen if we as the mentors are already moving in right living, or that's where hypocrisy comes in. Yes, that's I, I was so going there with you. We model that when we have a heart of, as you called it, godly shame, of mm-hmm. understanding we go to God and say, I am broken. I desperately need you. I choose to walk away from what you've called me away from. Mm-hmm. Um, and we model that when we're able. And and the cool thing is, it all it often will circle back around. It, yes. As someone who's mentored a lot of women, how many times have you had? Oh, heaven forbid, one of your children or a girl that you that you've yes. encouraged yes. and turn around and say back to you, um, <laughs> "Oh yes, oh yes." Actually, it's a cool thing that happens. It's a cool thing and it's a hard pill to swallow. We'll we'll end on this one story um, that I think actually illustrates that pretty well. Uh, I was hosting a mentoring group of teenage girls. We call it ETC. I had a partner in crime. Brooke and I were doing this together. Loved Brooke to pieces. God dropped her in my life 
I thought she would be there forever. And less than 12 months later, he relocated their Mm -hmm. family. And when she told me about it, I was so mad, mad. Like we walked 20 minutes down to the village and 20 minutes back. And I think I yelled and screamed and stopped my feet the whole way there and mostly the whole way back. (laughs) And we, we still had to continue on in this, uh, you know, ETC format mentoring. And there was one girl, Rebecca, who was very close to both of us and super mature, well beyond her years, uh, spiritually with her wisdom. And she pulled me aside one night and she's like, when are you going to cut the sarcastic remarks out and stop this? And I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) And she's like, you're hurt that she's leaving. And she didn't tell you when you thought she should tell you. I said, I am. And I'm mad at God. She's like, well, it shows. Mm. And I was like, she said better. And she quoted a a famous quote. She said, better to have loved and lost than to never have loved at all. Mm. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, and you're ruining your testimony right now. If you continue with this, you know, really solid words to me, bold, bold. And I was like, yeah, I am. Mm. And so I know we talk about mentoring the older woman to the younger woman, but by the sheer fact that I had been doing life with this girl and she knew my authenticity of I'm being real with her uh, and and there was a mutual love and respect, she was able to speak into my life and and pull the rebuke, right? Wow. Pull the rebuke on me. God at work. God at work. And so... It doesn't always happen that way, but there is a beauty of the both and of the older to the younger yep, and the accountability that that happens. And ultimately, it brought glory to God, yep. not shame, because I, I took the submissive position <laughs> in that and, and was willing to be teachable, even though I didn't really want to be at the moment. And, and, and the greater gift that came was that when Brooke left a month and a half later, we left on sweet notes. Awesome. Right. It could have awesome. been, it could have been really awful of a departure. <laughs> I love oh. that story because it's such a practical, again, practical application of the truth God speaking through his word. Mm-hmm. And for those that are listening today, sweet sisters, um, we just want to dare you to take that challenge to um, pass the baton of God's truth on to the next generation, to the next person in the office beside you, um, to, to be bold, looking for opportunities for God to use you to speak his truth and also for God to speak his truth through other women into your life. Um, I think of the illustration, my kids run track and, um, there's a, the event, the relay event, um, you pass the baton and something that I learned early on, I didn't grow up a runner, but watching my kids at practice after practice, um, during a relay race, you have to practice the passing of the baton mm-hmm. as much as you have to practice running. Both of those are necessary. And so, and kind of in the same way, God wants us to pass his truth on to the next generation, but we've got to, we've got to run our own race, partnering with him, coming it to him and saying, yes, teach me, Lord, shape me, transform me. But then also we have to be diligent about passing that truth on to those that will come behind us. We cannot let that drop. That's how God's truth gets, gets passed from generation to generation. So a um, couple of questions that we have for you, what would it look like to take a pause, to connect with God and consider that 
that those that he may be calling you to mentor, to invest in? Who's in arm's reach of you right now where you are? Who do you have a heart for? Who's God pricking your heart to say, oh, I want to love on that woman, that young woman, that even older woman, who can I learn from? And what do you need to do to get your heart in order before the Lord to step into a mentoring role? Good questions. And as you unpack these questions with the Lord, if you're ready to take that next step for mentor training, I would love for you to dig into the resources that we have for you at More to Be so you can find Impact Together Biblical Mentoring Simplified. It's a book uh, available on Amazon, uh, in a PDF version on our website at moretobe.com. It will walk you through the steps of tackling your excuses, understanding generational differences, and pinpointing who God has for you to step into mentoring relationships with. Mm-hmm. There's awesome. Yeah, there's that. And then there's also an online course with video teachings and downloadable resources that you can use as a individual study or do it with a group of women, do it with women at your church in the beginning stages of launching, launching a mentoring ministry. Uh, so that's called Impact a Mentoring Course. We'll put that link to that uh, course in the show notes with a special price for our More To Be podcast listeners. Mm-hmm. And then there's also a resource that you can find in the shop. It's called uh, Impact uh, Mentoring for Women's Ministries. And it is a free, huge downloadable resource for starting a mentoring ministry at your church. It gives you everything you need, uh, including um, mentoring contracts, Uh, how to set up the training sessions, how to um, put forth the expectations realistically for those who you're going to match in mentoring relationships. It's a great tool to grab if you have this desire to see your community of women really embrace the call for biblical mentoring. Awesome. And all those can be found at moretobe.com slash podcast. Yes. So click over there. Um, I'm going to go ahead and close this in prayer for the day. Um, Lord, we just thank you so much for, again, the opportunity to come together to speak your word to each other, to share our stories, really, that are your stories of what you've done in our lives, what you are doing, and what you still have yet to do. And God, it is our prayer that our um, sisters who are listening today, our friends who are listening today, maybe maybe they don't even know you yet. God, I pray that um, the stories that have been shared, but more your word that is alive, Um, would speak to their hearts, would call them to you, that they can come to a personal relationship with you through your son, Jesus. And God, for those women that are walking with you, that do know you, we just pray that this uh, time together will be an encouragement and inspiration to them, a challenge to them and sweet balm to their hearts um, to remind us that there is so much more to be in you because of you empowered by you. Lord, we um, ask you to help us to have hearts that are tender, open, and eyes that are open to being a mentor to women around us, but also to seeking wisdom from the women who are around us that you've placed in our lives. Thank you so much for your redemption, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the More To Be podcast, where we talked a little bit more about being the mentor. We're praying you've experienced a fresh encounter with God and His Word during our time together today. Be sure to visit moretobe.com slash podcast for show notes and free downloadable resources. May you continue to think biblically and live authentically to be more like Jesus as you seek to join God in His work every day.